0: Hey everybody, welcome to uh Baltimore First Run Movies. First Run, that's what we're calling it, yeah? I think so. Okay, I'll get used to this eventually. Uh, we just went and saw 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yes we did. It's a spiritual successor, I guess, says J.J. Uh, Abrams to Cloverfield. Yeah, which you, you, you I like you. Cloverfield. I did too. I I, I like Cloverfield in the sense that I went to see it at the theater
1: and it was like a thrill ride. Yeah, and I got it was an experiential film. It's not something that I felt like I could watch over and over and over again. I did mm-hmm. like the lore. Like I got really into, uh, you know, there's something about the soda and there's something about the meteor splash in the background. There's like tons yeah. of stuff right after and, you know, uh, trying to get better looks at the creature. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah you know, uh there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff you could research and fall down holes I wonder if that'll be the yeah. same way for this one
0: I don't know uh it's tough to say maybe there's some stuff on shelves down in the yeah there the might bunker. be because
1: that was all it's all background stuff you know trying to piece together yeah. what what exactly happened there was but, a lot of
0: mystery around Cloverfield
1: um so how, how do we do the spoiler free review then the trailers or do we do the trailers and then the spoiler free review uh.
0: I'd say we start off with the trailers. That's okay. how that's how you're presented it in the theater. So,
1: all right, first up, a new Richard Linklater movie that I'm not right. excited for at all. Called Everybody Wants Some.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's a essentially to Dazed and Confused kind a of spiritual. Yeah, successor. right. It goes from the 70s to the 80s now and. Everybody, I I don't know. I it didn't look interesting to me at all. I don't have anything in common. I mean, that's the thing. Like a lot, some of these, this particular
1: type of coming of age, where it's all about high school or college. I, I don't have anything. I did common when I was in high people. school. Like that no, was a thing. I was never that kind of person. Okay, wasn't, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't drinking and having sex and doing drugs and
0: playing sports. And I always just got the spirit of fun from them. Hmm. Uh, I didn't feel like I needed to identify with the exact. Activity as yeah. long as I identified with the spirit, and I okay. did. Uh, but, yeah, I'm I'm not interested in that. This movie just looks bad. Yeah.
1: I can't, I mean, I yeah. don't know, I, 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 did, I can't put my finger on it. It just looks aggressively bad and dumb.
0: I mean, that kind of was the 80s, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> aggressively bad and dumb. <laughs> so um, I don't
1: have a whole lot. I do not recognize, like, I mean, I guess I did recognize some of the people, but not enough by name, so. I, yeah. Got nothing to say about this. Do you want to talk more about it? Star Trek Beyond.
0: Well, I've seen this preview a hundred times. Everyone This is the first time we've talked about it, though. Is it? I'm pretty sure. All right. Beastie Boys has become synonymous. Sabotage. Sure. Is now usurped by Star Trek. Sure.
1: I, here's my thing. I, I feel like this is the Star Trek where I'm out on. All right. The first Star Trek was fun, a nice little romp. The second Star Trek was borderline insulting. I didn't see the second Star Trek confession time. Like it's it took one of the best one of the the best Star Trek movies in in my opinion. Pissed upon it. Okay, it took the to Raphacon and just fucked it up for no good reason. Took all the emotional impact out it recently.
0: of it. It was a background watch for me though, which is a shame. because Well, it has Star Benjamin <laughs> Bender come Dick comes bad, a yeah. bunch
1: <laughs> in it. Um, right. And and he played Khan. So Star Trek Beyond, I just it just looks like a big dumb action
0: flick. Is this the one that Simon Pegg is writing on? I know Justin Lin is directing it, which says action, action, action. Which I'm like Fast and Furious. That's the thing. Like I love Fast and Furious. Yeah. I just don't want my Fast and Furious in my Star Trek. Yeah. One is really, really stupid, yeah, and one is really, really uh interesting, and those two things aren't mixing, I mean well. that's the
1: thing Like, the movies are always where Star Trek kind of got to let its hair down, sure, but damn, but not to this degree, yeah, yeah, not to the beastie boys the <laughs> Star Trek right. doesn't fight for its right to party, never has,
0: let me ask you this, never should <laughs> Picard liked to listen to like old classical music, like old operas and stuff like that. bone of
1: contention with me in Star Trek, if if I know
0: where you're going. Captain Kirk wants to kick ass and take names. I feel like Sabotage is a Captain Kirk song, but it is old in his time. Well, that's what I'm saying. 200 years old, The fact that this... I think the implication
1: is that all modern pop music is bullshit and sucks. But I hate to tell Picard, but Beethoven... Was the pop music of his time right? So I absolutely think there would be. You're telling me Worf wouldn't listen to Black Sabbath? Sure. I mean, I, somebody I buy that Crazy like, Train. Yeah, Crushers doing jogging in the holodeck. The Britney Spears. I mean, <laughs> that would be classical music, right? And it, it's I'm not like you. all of the music. I mean, it's it's not like every f- shit that got composed in the 1700s is famous today. What
0: kind of music do you think they're making in? the 20 what 200s it's
1: four dimensional chess music it's like whatever the music <laughs> you can't even listen of, to yeah. it like it's not something you listen to it's something you experience you have to have three mouths and six ears <laughs> to play and enjoy it All right. but it's sublime if you do right uh huntsman winter war this is a sequel don't that nobody wanted to a snow white movie that i didn't see
0: okay this is a sequel to the huntsman right I th- yeah i okay. mean it's the huntsman winter war i think i had heard of the huntsman
1: i had to yeah sure. and i never watched it it's got not in it to,
0: right uh it's got this one's got charlie staring in it i don't know if was the, first in the first one, one, one yeah okay. she's
1: the wicked queen it's got sure. a, a is it emma a, whoever the immortal woman was from that uh, edge of tomorrow is that emily blunt she plays mm, another wicked
0: queen. Okay,
1: I I just don't care to She's analyze the this at all. The, yeah, whatever. Had a cool mirror. Not
0: my type of movie. The magic mirror guy. I, I just noticed, like cool. every fucking time somebody jumps in that trailer, it goes uh, boo. Sure, slows the track down. Yeah, drops the uh, drops the bass. Something I'm excited about the new Ghostbusters. Yeah. Oh yeah, that looks real good.
1: Now I know there are idiots that are like, nah, you can't gender bend the fuck. Get out. Get the fuck out of here. Um yeah. these are four very funny women making a new Ghostbusters, and I see no reason why, you know, the double X chromosomes can't bust ghosts.
0: No, there's no reason. It looks great. I thought it looked funny. The jokes that they show in the trailer are pretty good for the most part. Yeah. Uh the the effects on the ghosts look really awesome.
1: Yeah, there's this this like vivid cobalt blue energy yeah. to them that I think is both a faithful nod to the old like way they had uh, the ghostly blue composites but also
0: it I, has like a neon sign vibe to it.
1: Yeah. Like they feel very energetic. Yeah. Um but Kate McKinnon is she looks like she's in the Bill Murray role and you know I know you don't watch Saturday Night Live but she's mm-hmm. currently the best thing about Saturday Night Live. Um man, just uh Kristen Wiig is in it. Yeah. Alisa McCarthy, who I'm kind of like hot or cold on, but she, give her the right role, I think she's good. I, yeah, like, she just she's, picks some bad movies. She gets in dumb, big, dumb movies, yeah. but you know, every time she's on Saturday Night Live, I think she's hilarious, yeah, and she,
0: she's willing to go for it, which I appreciate.
1: Yeah. Um. And in, in a way Leslie, that, like, Leslie Jones is the other woman uh, uh, who I think is very funny on Saturday Night Live, and I'm I don't know because like there's always. I don't know. It's it's weird because they they seem like they've had the the nerdy scientist types, and they've kind of even cast them with their archetype. You got the, kind of the chubby, slovenly one. Mm-hmm. You got the straight up brainiac that's maybe a little on the autistic spectrum. You got the Bill Murray wise girl, and then you got the black one who's not right. who's not a scientist. And I'm like,
0: I don't something know you want to preserve
1: the, the, that's part of the formula. But having said
0: that, Leslie Jones and is she's super a funny. municipal worker. The the yeah, <laughs> The girl, I was watching this with pointed that out, and it was interesting that she's like the only non super smart scientist smart, though, right? Because right. she's black.
1: Sure, I think that makes sense. But I'm not going to boycott the movie of that because again, Leslie Jones is super funny, and okay. uh, I I I'm hoping that the... yeah, and that's the other thing is she, I'm not saying like I feel like a lot of her comedy involves playing uh. And kind of playing with that stereotype. Huh. Okay. Um, and I don't... I mean, I, I would hope she's not doing something that she personally finds offensive or stupid. So I'm going to go with it. Okay. Whatever, man. Uh, the movie Criminal. Kevin Costner. Uh, starring Kevin Costner, Tommy Lee Jones, and Deadpool. Right. The I th- I don't get this And movie. Gary Oldman. And Gary Oldman. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't I, get this I don't movie. know what the movie's about. Like, it, is it about
0: a criminal They took who,
1: Deadpool's brain and they put it in Kevin Costner's criminal body. And it turned him good. To contact his wife to find that information about some kind of spy ring.
0: But but he eventually, like, turned the tide on them? Like, switched sides and now he doesn't want to do the thing that they sent him to do? I, I and, honestly don't. I, okay. I'm just... that's I, I'm not interested in seeing his movie. Yeah. I mean, Th- this I, is a
1: movie for people like the
0: generation before
1: me. Maybe like people who grew up with well, like the problem with that though is I guess Ryan Reynolds is a attraction but Kevin Costner, yeah. Tommy Lee Jones, and Gary Oldman are not huge attractions to. I feel if you're sixty, they are. They're huge. Like sure, if you're, but you're saying their are Going for Gen Y.
0: Oh, are you? No, are no, you no, saying
1: I'm... that this is like for this is an action movie for baby boomers? Yes, the generation okay.
0: born before me. Yeah. Okay. Fair Maybe enough. a generation or two, perhaps. Um. But yeah, because. I mean, you you cast Tommy Lee Jones and Kevin Costner in in a movie like that, and I'm thinking, yeah, what was the generation between like the baby boomers I, and Gen X? I don't know.
1: I don't know. That's that's that generation stuff. The dumb. I. It's not for me. Uh, you know what movie yeah. is for me? What's that? X Men Apocalypse.
0: All right. Yeah.
1: I think this might be the first truly successful X Men movie that doesn't have uh, Wolverine in it. Oh, okay. Although it, be, I'd be surprised if he doesn't be play a cameo because even in X Men First Class he had a pretty memorable cameo.
0: Yeah, he's got to get the cameos in while he's got that body. Sure, I mean he's not going to have it forever. Although I would just watch the original X Men last weekend. Right, it is like I thought he was pretty
1: ripped and shredded in that movie, but he's just kind of like a- average, generically muscled, athletically. Got yeah, he's no. a guy who's watched his diet and maybe yeah. lifted some weights, but he's not shredded. Ripped and shredded like frosted wheat, man. Not like he is now. It's in so he could actually uh, taper off in the next decade or two and round himself back into first X Men (laughs) shape, (laughs) probably. I mean,
0: damn. This looks cool. I don't know what kind of they got some super threat that they're facing because they apocalypse.
1: They're X Men. He's one of the classic big big villains uh, uh, for for, uh,
0: non Magneto villains. Uh, But I don't know. I like. Michael Fassbender a lot as Magneto. I think he's fantastic as Magneto. It looks like maybe
1: Apocalypse has enslaved him to be one of his four horsemen, which is exciting. Oh, shit. I mean, he's only... It's like, you know, the more powerful his horsemen are, the more dangerous a threat he always is, seems to be. Uh, But no, I'm excited about that. It's, uh, you know, I, I feel like now... Uh, the Fassbender And who's the Professor Xavier I, I don't know his name but he's name. also amazing Yeah uh, this era has always felt like the B team like, or, or the young X-Men right. But I feel like they've now Worked this to where you could tell Another 3-4 t- movies with this Current cast and they've recast The, this, the new Storm looks pretty amazing uh, hmm. New Cyclops Jean Grey is uh, Sansa Stark uh, Right I saw so, her. And I thought, are
0: they going to show a Game of Thrones trailer?
1: <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, like, I that you could you could build a nice little franchise around that core. Yeah. So He's, McAvoy, James McAvoy is Professor X. Uh,
0: was Jean Grey the one with like looks like she's straight out of the eighties? No, no, no. Not sorry, not Jean Grey. Um, is that Jubilee? Is that who that is? She, she's the one that she she looked very authentic
1: to her mid nineties costume. She's wearing like a yellow trench coat. And yeah, crazy ear. Yeah, that's, okay, that's Jubilee. That's her. Gotcha. Uh and Storm looked very cool. She looks very much like her late eighties, kinda punky huh. wearing leather incarnation. Uh and then finally the Captain America Civil War, which is the trailer they've been showing. I thought that there is a new trailer that uh, there's going to be attached, but no, it's the same trailer. I'm still as excited to see it as I've ever been, but yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing the new trailer. Shall we talk a little bit about Cloverfield?
0: No, I don't want to talk about Cloverfield. Tin
1: Cloverfield Lane. Sure. Uh, I remember when I saw the trailer, Uh especially the latest trailer, I thought they gave... I smugly thought, you you poor bastards, you've given away too much to this movie. I feel like I understand every single twist and turn. I would say the trailer encompasses maybe the first 30 minutes of the movie. Right. And it goes in a lot of surprising different directions. This was a much more tense psychological thriller uh extremely tense extremely tense. it is
0: i compared it to gravity when we walked out because i think it's it's i had the same feeling of dread the whole time
1: kind of a one damn thing after another too like yeah. you don't really get a chance to
0: take your like maybe once or twice in the movie do you get a chance to take your breath and even then it's it's pretty muted like there are some jokes but man you're really on a more of a visceral ride yeah and I kept on thinking, like, I was trying
1: to... Th- I These people all look familiar. I mean, John Goodman's John Goodman, obviously. And John this,
0: Goodman is a fucking beast. John Goodman kills this movie. He... Crushes it.
1: He is really solid actor. Surprisingly, yeah. He can be funny, he can be friendly, he can be Scary. fucking menacing. Yeah. Uh, and this is a different kind of... Um, I compare it to, like, when Robin Williams did that photo booth movie. Right. Where... He kind of showed a different, like as 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 many. Well, I don't know if you see a lot of sides of John uh, of Robin Williams, but you that know, that was the first
0: time I saw a different side than just comedy. Yeah, this photo booth.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've seen him a dramatic, but it's but it's, he's never played like a really menacing, creepy guy. And I compared John Goodman's performance, just the physicality and everything. Like his size helps him for sure. And he's like really playing that up with the wheezing and the like noises he's making. And I gotta say, yeah. one of the most menacing scenes I've seen in a movie in the last year or so John Goodman coming in with a clean shaven face. Okay. Like, you, I'm like, oh shit, this movie just kicked <laughs> up in another. And that sounds ridiculous. It does. But when, when you see it, you will shit a brick. You will believe it. Yeah, I, I can't say You'll enough. Be heading
0: for the exits.
1: Good stuff about
0: John Goodman in this. It's amazing.
1: Um, but it also starred the guy who plays Jim from the newsroom, and he's he's fine in it. Like, yeah, uh, so that's John Gallagher Jr. I think. Right, uh, I
0: like him. I instinctually like him. I think he's got a lot of charisma. Um, I he doesn't get enough enough of a part, in my opinion. Yeah, enough room well, to breathe and shine. Sure, sure. I mean, like, he does
1: he does what he needs to do for yeah. his role in the movie. um The star of the movie, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Also, I was like, where have I seen this woman before? Where have I seen this woman before? She is uh, Ram- uh Ramona Flowers from Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Right, or saves the world right. versus the
0: world versus the world. Yeah, uh she also all, crushes it. I, I've seen her good. in a
1: ton of shit. She was in that. One of the very first bald movies, first-run bald movies we did. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Right. I think that might have been the first one we did. Might be. Plays, like, uh, Abraham's wife. Mary Todd, whatever her name is. Uh, Mary Tyler Todd. (laughs) <laughs> uh sure. she's also in she plays John McClane's daughter in all the new modern live free die hard good right. day to die hard that kind of stuff but said
0: she was in one of the final destinations yep. I've
1: seen all those and she is really great she's yep. good at, at at kicking ass and being resourceful and uh but also being like vulnerable and you yep. make you feel like you're afraid for her a lot uh um, Yeah
0: I think you know the the play that her and John Goodman have together in this movie is just tremendous.
1: It is, and you kind of go back and forth about how you feel about a lot of these characters and what mm-hmm. their role and whether they're, you know, good guy, bad guy. It's it, the movie keeps you yep. guessing, really late. I mean, arguably to the closing credits, like what the hell is going on? Right. So I was pleasantly surprised by all that. Me too. I, I also I I, I happen to. Uh, I'm not a prepper myself, but I find that, that whole, like, the building of bunkers and preparing for disaster, like, very fascinating.
0: Right. Yeah, it's something not often explored Like, I in could movies. see being
1: a prepper as a – I wouldn't take it seriously, but I, as a hobby, mm-hmm. I think it would be fun to build, like, a giant, essentially concrete f- underground fort and stock it full of bunch – you know, you could go down there during a tornado or blizzards or just whatever. Or the end of the world, sure. perhaps. Maybe The 2016 uh, American election cycle, for example, <laughs> might maybe a good time to go down into the bunker. I'll move to Canada. You can go to the bunker. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it, 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 hard to talk more about the movie without getting into the spoilers, and I think now is the time. Yeah. Uh, so this is the end of the non or the the non spoiler review, which is what we release publicly. Uh, we have the full spoiler edition, where we'll talk more about our thoughts in the movie. Uh, coming up next, but you have to be a club member to listen to it. Uh, if you're not a club member, uh, you can sign up for as little as a buck a month at club.baldmove.com where you get uh, a lot of bonus content, not just these first-run uh, bald movies, but uh, extra video game content, extra podcasts uh, we do, um, bonus features like Quit Your Pitching, which we actually gave away the first one for free on baldmove.com if you want to check that out. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're uh, asking you to help defray the cost of Buying tickets and pouring popcorn and coke down our gullets by uh, joining the club.
0: That gets expensive.
1: Yeah, even in Ohio, like I right. can't imagine how much it costs to see Cloverfield Lane, in like L.A. My God, it's like a hundred dollars a ticket, right? Probably thirty dollars for a large popcorn. My God, how do people live?